Burnett here, Taste Life Nutrition. This is Taste Life Nutrition Radio, streaming live on KUHSDenver.com, where we have some of the most amazing people as a, who are our guests who are doing amazing things in this world um, and who have a lot to give and a lot to share. And as always, I'm working on all my technical stuff. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> just nonstop. Anybody who, who watches just knows, like, okay, she's going to mess something up. Anyway, so we're grateful that you're here. Um, as always, what are we about? We're about truth and health, truth and happiness. Uh, what does that mean? We want to bring to you uh, the truth about health to the best of our ability, right? Is it based in science? Sure. Is there data? Sure. But there are other things that are that bring us health and bring us happiness. And we're looking at, you know, financial and relational and spiritual, mental and physical and emotional and all of these things wrapped into one that help, that bring us true health and true happiness. And I want to talk to the people who are out there who are doing the same, who are working their tails off, no matter what the situation is, to bring goodness and love and light to the world and to the people who surround them. Um, and I'm just amazingly blessed to be surrounded by people who are like that. <laughs> and I love it and I appreciate it. And so we have with us, we've got Tad Chance and Macy O'Grady. And we'll dig in a little bit to about why they're here and what they're about. I'm going to let them share their story. But first, we always start with gratitude. Because gratitude can change the world. It's very important. So who wants to go first? What are you grateful for? I'll go first. Okay. So um, I am super grateful for the fact that Tad and I are getting married next Yay! week. <laughs> so fun. We're super excited yeah. about it. Yeah. That's going to be amazing. All right. And, and so you're getting married where? We're getting mm -hmm. married here in Denver. Okay. Um, at a place called Breckenridge Brewery. Super relaxed oh, nice. environment. Amazing. Yeah. We wanted to have something that was just um, us, you know, very mm -hmm. kind of a chill Mm -hmm. environment and we love going to breweries and hanging out there we like the the people everybody's super nice and hope you know we get to know people and anyway so that's where we're getting married and cool. uh, October 1st we're awesome. super and you're going where for your honeymoon we're going to Belize we leave on uh, Monday yes. morning early 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 Monday morning we're escaping to Belize yeah. I think we're turning our phones off mm -hmm. we're just Good. gonna relax uh, disconnect mm -hmm. from the world and connect with each other and Oh, it's so good, so good. We went to Belize last year, and the water is beautiful and fantastic. Can't so, wait. Good. Yay! Can't wait. All right, Ted, what are you grateful for? Well, I guess the right answer would be I'm getting married in a week. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. Uh, however, um, in addition to mm -hmm. that being the right answer, uh, really, it's for the friendships, yeah. And, and just as you mentioned, right, having just amazing people around you. Um, you know, we'll get into my story, mm -hmm. but uh, I'll forever be grateful for everything that uh, that friends and family. Yeah, brought. yeah. Well, so that that sort of gets us into the story and why why Tad and Macy are here. So, um, I met Macy through a networking group, and so you've been on the show before yep. because you do real estate, but you specialize in women specifically, yep. right? Yep. I focus on working with women with children going through divorce, helping yep. them sell their marital home, 
uh, or the home that they happen to be in and finding the home to start their next chapter. It's part of my personal story and um, gives me an opportunity to add value mm -hmm. through my real estate expertise um, and you know my story through my divorce. And um, there's all these different cameras. I know, all I know. Where do I look? Mostly there. Um, so yeah, so that's my that's what I do during that's my day job, I guess. Um, is uh, in the in the Denver area as a realtor. Very cool. Yeah. So uh, Ted, real quick, talk about what you do. Uh, I work for IBM. I'm a sales executive, so I manage a sales team to help us collaborate with our partners and sell to our customers. Cool, good stuff. So in meeting Macy through this networking group, um, and I think it was even after we were on, we had this show, you came to me and told me your story. And this, well, y'all's story right. as a Texas girl, y'all's story. <laughs> um, and the story is, Tad, you were diagnosed with multiple myeloma. And so I think I'm gonna let you, y'all, <laughs> it just works. It just works. Take it from here, and and let's talk about your story, and then what brought you to this point, essentially today. Wait yeah. a minute. Huh? What are you grateful for? Oh man, <laughs> this is the second time I've done that. Thank you. <laughs> I think thanks for the reminder. I don't remember who it was. The last person said, "What about you, Nikki?" Yeah. I'm super grateful, and um, you know what I'm grateful for today is the fact that I have the ability to to work the hours that I want to work and I as any entrepreneur I work a lot of hours but I can do it from anywhere which means I can go and be with my dad when he has to have heart surgery and help to take care of him and help him to recover um, and then you know clean out the junk food in his kitchen <laughs> and cook for him so he has good healthy nutrient dense food to help him continue his recovery so i think that that's it you know i i wasn't able to work a lot when i was there but i could i could talk with clients and we could you know do those things that i that needed to be done and that's what i'm grateful for i'm grateful for you know i i will cuss technology sometimes but when it comes to to the way that we can now build businesses and communicate yeah. It really is, uh, I'm, I'm grateful for, for the ability to do that and, and to be able to work from anywhere. It's good. That is awesome. Yeah. That's a good thing to be yeah. grateful yeah. for. All right. So now multiple let's talk myeloma. about <laughs> multiple myeloma. Yeah. Yeah. So again, thank you, Nikki, for allowing us to be here. This is awesome. I'd yeah. love to share our story. Uh, different people have different views on kind of these life and these diseases that come up and some people don't share and some people you know want to try to do the journey on their own i've chosen a different path and so i'm always excited and happy to share kind of what my experiences uh that i've gone through and and hopefully uh share some some advice that helps others mm -hmm. uh, so thank you uh, but multiple myeloma is a bone marrow it's a cancer found in your bone marrow um, and essentially what it does is it attacks kind of the good proteins and it mass produces so it, it doesn't ever go away. It's a live with, um, not a curable cancer at the moment. So real quick, if you don't mind, you say it doesn't ever go away. Is it, it that's just because we, ha we, the collective, we haven't found 
a cure or you just don't know? You just don't, is that? Yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, so there isn't a cure, although it's probably one of the areas that is advancing the most in the medical field mm -hmm. in terms of finding other solutions and, and, and things that they hope will then make it where you're then in full remission mm -hmm. and you're considered cured. Mm -hmm. So what this cancer, what you can do though, is go into a remission and then the job is to keep the cancer away as long as you can, mm -hmm. right, until it comes back, until you relapse. And so, you know, when I was, when I first found out, all the stuff you find out on the internet is you don't have a long time to live. Um, the internet is really good that way, right? Yeah, it's <laughs> so mean, great. Geez. <laughs> it's so great. And, and fortunate for us, we found an organization called the Health Tree Foundation. Mm -hmm. They do amazing work. Uh, it was founded by a lady named Jenny, who has multiple myeloma. And, you know, it was, you, you couldn't find the right information. There, it's hard to find if doctors specialize in it. Who can help you? What treatment options are available? Um, and so this group, Health Tree uh, Foundation, has really put together tons of information. You can go in, search for stuff, understand more about the disease, what your treatment options are, what clinical trials are. You could sign up for a coach. So that's something mm -hmm. that Macy and I also do that we can talk more about. Yeah. But we are coaches for newly diagnosed patients. Mm -hmm. And so what Macy and I do as kind of a team is really allowed to address the whole thing with cancer, because yeah. cancer is more than just, yeah. I have something in my body that doesn't make me feel well, mm -hmm. uh, but it's also those, your loved ones mm -hmm. that are around you, it's your caregivers, so Macy's considered my caregiver, mm -hmm. right? I joke, mm -hmm. she's the one that keeps me alive. And, <laughs> and you know, she said yes to marriage, and if she yeah. leaves now, she looks like a jerk. So I'm trying to lock <laughs> it in. You are stuck. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to lock it in. I know I'm lucky, so I'm locking it in. Um, but yeah, so it allows us to do that. But So uh, I guess back to the multiple myeloma general, it's, it's scary. And you don't know, especially when you get that news, like, hey, you got cancer. And then Which is kind of a shocker, because you just went in, I mean, it was just, you just went in for a checkup? Yeah, I went in for my annual exam, and, and that's something that's actually probably pretty uh, important that we'd love to share, is, you know, I had some lower back pain for a while, but I just attributed to sitting at a desk all the time, mm -hmm. right? And... And so, you know, didn't think much of it, but we had COVID, so you weren't going to the doctors. Um, and we went, Macy finally was like, hey, it's time, right? Mm -hmm. Your doctor's seeing patients, mm -hmm. go get your annual exam. I went in there, blood work showed I had a high protein level, which was mm -hmm. a red flag for that. So they did more blood work and testing and said, yeah, odds are you have multiple myeloma. And then went and saw a specialist and Obviously, all that was mm -hmm. uh, confirmed. But what was interesting is after I was diagnosed and I started learning about some of the symptoms, mm -hmm. uh, my head, boom, right? It's, mm. oh, I have that, 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 okay. that. Because they're, mm -hmm. you know, us as people, right? It's, you know, my kids might complain about 
feeling sore. I'm like, dude, I wake up every day feeling sore, right? Well, uh, I'm getting older. And so, so you, you blamed it on age. Is that yes. kind of what you did? You blame, yeah. it on, you blame it on age. You blame it on the work you're doing. But, but I think know. let's talk a little bit about what your symptoms were because mm-hmm. I think that's something that we want to yeah. share. It's a pretty yeah. rare cancer. Mm-hmm. There's about 130,000 people in the United States that have it, which are is a pretty low number if you consider it was the a population. very low number. I mean, that's um, the number of people who watch this show. Yeah. It's like, I mean, yeah. which is great for the show, but it's still a low yeah, number. It's a low yeah. number. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it is a type of cancer that goes highly undetected for a long time because it's really hard mm-hmm. to go, oh wait, what is this? So some of the symptoms that he was having is um, he was having shortness of breath. We had gone on a hike um, in July before he got diagnosed mm-hmm. and he was dragging and mm-hmm. I was like, maybe it's, he had had COVID a couple months before that. I'm like, maybe it's from that. We just, you know, didn't yeah. really know. And mm-hmm. then he'd been complaining about his back hurting. And then he'd like go down the stairs and he'd feel his, he's like, it feels like my kidneys are like jarring. Yeah, it feels like um, some punch in the kidney. Like, yeah, because oh. what happens is, is the cancer starts to replicate in your bone marrow and it starts to take away the healthy blood cells. Mm-hmm. So it overtakes the red blood cells, which is what carries oxygen. Mm-hmm. And then it also um, it inhibits the way that your bones reproduce calcium. So it takes away too much takes mm-hmm. away calcium faster than your bones can recreate it. Mm-hmm. So he has had, and I don't know now what the status is, but lesions in his back because he was losing so much calcium. That's mm-hmm. that's where the cancer starts, is in your hip and bo- um, hip bones um, and back bones there. So those were some of the major symptoms that he was having. Um, and then, of course, the high protein level that showed up in his blood is what was mm-hmm. kind of keyed us off. Yeah, there's uh, what's... Uh, fortunate for me mm-hmm. um, that there's couples that we coach um, there's others that we know that have multiple myeloma you know they found out they had multiple myeloma because they were going to die right it was they had their kidneys, kidneys were going function. into failure oh, and so wow. um, incident dialysis yeah. hospitalization mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. a lot of people people typically find out from something like that kidney mm-hmm. failure mm-hmm. or just kind of crazy breaks because your bones become so brittle that all of a sudden, you know, there's a gentleman who owns a gym, super healthy, eats healthy, shredded, Mm -hmm. and he happened to step back and kind of slip, fell, and, you know, fractured several vertebrae in his Mm -hmm. back, right? That's how... his bones were so brittle. Yeah. Um, Real quick question, just my own curiosity. What is the protein marker? It's you called know. the M's. It's an M spike or an abnormal protein band. So you have okay. different makeups of um, all the different proteins in your body, mm-hmm. and they're all supposed. This one is supposed to be zero, because it measures like how much that one protein is ma- mass producing, mm-hmm. and so it's always supposed to be zero. But it's a. It's like a total protein. If your total protein is is out of the norm, then it's Okay. Something that needs to okay. Be so at. you're looking at total protein, and they saw that that was a red flag. Yeah. And so I'm assuming it was excessively high. Yes. So yeah. you dig, they yes. dig into do different, then into different proteins yes. to understand. Yeah. And okay. then they take a more scientific right. um, look at the labs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some bone marrow biopsy that, uh, yeah, it feels great. Yeah. <laughs> Three of them. Oh uh, man. One I got to sleep through. The other two, it's just like. 
numb. They just numb yeah, it up. They and numb it up and say, go for it. And <laughs> they sit there and curse a little bit. Do they, so why, so why, and I, this, I don't know if this even matters. I'm just curious. <laughs> why would they put you to sleep for one and not the other two? It's just a preference of how they do it. It takes and longer. They do it. So okay. they don't like to be just putting you to sleep. But you can get whatever you want. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I, I asked you when my dad had his heart surgery, he was awake through the whole thing. Yeah. And it was a, a cath, you know, up through the groin. But I mean, you, yeah. yeah, it's just amazing to think about being awake during anything like that. Yeah. You yeah. Know what I'm like? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it doesn't feel good. You, yeah, you, you let out funny. some words that. Yeah, yeah. Rather, uh, I would imagine. Yeah, like, oh, mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, but yeah, so bone marrow biopsy really is what ultimately tells you, Kay. right? Okay. I mean, so we, they do CAT scans, PET scans, x rays, because mm -hmm. a lot of it's the bones that seem to have lesions mm -hmm. or fractures or anything they got to be aware of. But. Uh, but yeah, that's how they do it. And like Macy said, right, my kidneys would hurt if I ran. Um, bloody noses mm. is very mm -hmm. common. Mm -hmm. um, and actually, I was starting to get bloody nose, and I never got bloody nose before. And so I'm like, gosh, every time I blow my nose, I'm getting a bloody nose mm. now. And so it's just little things. Um, and the reality is, right, you got to do those annual exams and stuff like that to catch these kinds of diseases we caught mine early mine was super aggressive mm. it was in 65% of my bone marrow wow and that M spike that Macy was talking about the abnormal protein mine was extremely high mm -hmm. so a lot of people it's kind of like a two to five or something mm -hmm. like that is what they typically see a lot of patients in mine was like a seven point mm. something right um, and even when I went in for my stem cell transplant, it was higher going in than some people even have ever, mm -hmm. right, detected. Mm -hmm. So it was pretty aggressive. They were aggressive with the approach of trying to attack it. Mm -hmm. um, I'm now in a, what is it called? Very good partial response. <laughs> it's not Very like good partial response, okay? Yeah, <laughs> to most people we just say he's in remission, but it's not that type of cancer. It's mm -hmm. just, it's, it's how long will the cancer respond to the medication mm -hmm. that he's taking? Mm -hmm. And so, like we had talked about a relapse. Some people have not have gone years without ever having a relapse, mm -hmm. but sometimes what happens is the cancer grows resistant to the medication because he's on a maintenance medication mm -hmm. now and part mm -hmm. of a clinical trial. Mm -hmm. That's the other thing. And multiple myeloma, there's so many, there's so much that they don't know. And so there's tons and tons of clinical trials. There's a lot more they know now than they mm -hmm. did even three years ago. Um, and so they, um, there's a ton of clinical trials going on with like tweaking all the medications that they have, bringing in new medications, bringing in new types of, of therapies. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't remember what I was saying about. Uh, well, one of the medications I'm on. Oh yeah. Oh, go ahead. No. Did you remember? No. Yeah, one of the medications <laughs> I'm on for my clinical trial was one they use early on to try to get rid of it. And so now they're going, oh, what if we use it as a preventative drug along with okay. the chemo pill mm -hmm, that I mm -hmm. take to see if, you know, if it stays in remission. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, mm -hmm. which is why I think that's what I was going to say is that um, he has a very good partial response. We're hoping, to, we're trying to get him to a very good response or complete response, I guess is what it's called. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, we're still kind of working our way there. Mm -hmm. But I think that's why 
I've never experienced a different type of cancer, so I don't really know, but I think the role of the caregiver and paying attention is really important in this type of cancer, especially because there's so much that they're constantly monitoring um, that it's good to have two sets of eyes to be, well, I mean, you count your, your whole practitioner team. Your, your team. Um, it's good to have other sets of eyes kind of paying attention, mm -hmm. and he's got had some pretty nasty side effects, and so mm -hmm. we're kind of monitoring all of that, and so it's it's a it's a it's a lifelong thing that we'll be dealing with forever, mm -hmm. and it can be all-consuming if you let it. Mm -hmm. um, I think he and I have done a pretty good job of well, we can talk about our attitude and all that, yeah. how yeah. we've approached yeah. it, but I think we've done a pretty good job of you know not making it who we are, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. it's just something that we have that we're dealing with and we feel like we're doing a pretty good job of, of keeping all that in perspective. So I want to hit on something just real quick and I say this a lot but I think it's important to say over and over and over again because you know there are always new people who are, who are out there who are suffering with, with situations, you know, whatever the situation is, right, it can be all kinds of situations. But um, making sure that you build your team, making sure that you have people, um, you know, different specialties, whatever it looks like, people who you trust to help you in, in building and maintaining and, and just for whatever it is, I think that having that team of people um, is really, really important. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. And you're a big part of our team because you're helping yes. us with the nutrition piece. <laughs> yes, I mean, yes, once, yes. Once we were, we kind of got our feet on the ground. We realized that there, you know, there's a lot out there that yeah. we, there's a lot that we can do to control mm -hmm. the cancer in his body. And the main thing is eating an anti-inflammatory diet. And then I know the two of you are still working on getting his gut, you know, to mm -hmm. a place. But all of that helps the medications be more responsive yeah. and for him to be, you know, as healthy as possible mm -hmm. to continue the fight. Yeah, yeah, and it's great, and it's been it's been a, a really fun experience just getting to know both of you. Obviously, I wouldn't have you on this show if I didn't know your story, um, but it's just such a great story no matter what, and so I think with that, let's get into your, you know, how you took it, your approach, and, mm -hmm. and why, how it is that you, you are full of so much gratitude no matter what. Sure. Yeah, no, mm -hmm. thank you. That's that's uh, certainly a good part of the story we love to share. Yeah. Um, you know, as I mentioned, when you first find out, you're kind of in shock. And so Macy and I found out, um, we kind of had a, a long weekend to process together on what does this look like, mm -hmm. right? What does this mean? Um, what are we gonna do? Uh, and, and at that part, at that time, it's hard because you, it's probably the worst part because you're told it looks like you most likely have cancer, you now need to go see a specialist and do all these tests to verify, and it's just, you don't know anything yet, mm -hmm. right? And then but you look at the internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then Macy looks at the internet. Yeah. I, I, I didn't, I, I looked for about three seconds yeah. and realized... I'm just gonna wait for the information. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but you do, you kind of go through this shock. You, Macy and I, uh, fortunately, we have a really good uh, at communicating with one another. Mm -hmm. And so we talked and, and the first thing that we really decided 
was to allow each other to just feel. Because mm -hmm. we're both going to be at different spots, right? We both have a different perspective on what this means mm -hmm. uh, by me getting cancer. And so we talked about just leaving space for the feel. So it's not, oh, Macy, it'll be fine, I'll be fine. You know, to mm -hmm. kind of, you know, coat something to make it, to yep. make it feel better. Yeah. It's okay. Let's just feel how we mm -hmm. feel right now. And if it's and if we need to cry, let's cry. If we want to laugh and tell a joke about cancer, because it because that's how I deal with mm -hmm. stuff is through humor. Um, you know, let's do that. And so we really did. I mean, that was probably the key thing is allowing ourselves to feel, not trying to bright side stuff, um, but at the same time not doom and gloom. Right. I want to, I, I can't help but to throw this in, um, when my mom was diagnosed with glioblastoma, I did was doing all kinds of research and came across a book where there was a, was a researcher who talked with all of these people who healed or put into remission their cancer, right, in, you know, in ways I believe other than your t typical conventional ways, right. and one of them was through laughter. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it was, it was such a great story and one of those things to be, to, I think that it's important to be really cognizant, cognizant of is the mindset that yeah. you have, which is again why I love your story, but laughing and you know, <laughs> I actually, now I'm laughing, um, I, I told my husband, I was like, we don't laugh enough, I want to laugh and so now every now and then we're just like going, <laughs> we're just, <laughs> we're just <laughs> laughing over for no reason. And I think it's really healthy, and the more you laugh, the more you just laugh, because yeah. it's really yeah. funny. It's so anyway, I like that you say, you know, so much of what you do is through humor, because it's so important. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and there was some, you know, particular, I know we always talk about this, like, weekend, because it was like, we found out on a, a, basically a Friday, that like, yeah, we're referring you to an oncologist, yes, it's likely you have multiple myeloma, and then we couldn't even talk to anybody else about it until the following Monday. Mm -hmm. And so we had this whole weekend where we just were sitting in it. And Tad's personality is very much, he will kind of get to the humor and the funny and make it, mm -hmm. it's, it's an amazing coping mechanism. And it yeah. wasn't what I needed at the time. Yeah. I needed to just feel sad and scared. And mm -hmm. my anxious brain was going crazy, you know, think, again, looking at the internet, two to three years to live. and you know all of that and yeah. it was really scary mm -hmm. and I was really mm -hmm. sad and and um, you know felt all the feelings of all of that and, and he'd be like oh but you know he'd start to kind of do this little bright sidey thing and I'm like I can't do that right now and mm -hmm. he's like okay right okay got it mm -hmm. and then it's been the same for him where he's like you know he's had some really rough side effects the last couple of months and he's like I'm just sick of being sick and I'll be like oh but we're gonna get you feeling better and then like I just have to remember that yeah he, needs to just feel that and mm -hmm. so just uh, mm -hmm. like Tad said giving each other that time but we had that weekend where we both were just feeling everything but also laughing sometimes and crying sometimes and and that was the weekend where we had talked about getting married we had already wanted to get married mm -hmm. we already talked about it but we were like oh let's wait till the kids are out of mm -hmm. the house and whatever and and then we we're like that was a moment of we all we have is what we know right now mm -hmm. Um, and we want to have the party, we want to have the friends, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's going to be a smaller thing just because his immune system's mm -hmm. compromised, so we're not having too, too many people, but anyway, um, 
Yeah, we just, just that was kind of our like put a stake in the ground, like we're gonna enjoy life now. Mm -hmm. And yeah. you know, we're not we can't just like, you know, obviously we have a long life to live still, hopefully, mm -hmm. and you know, but we're trying to practice not trying to, it comes pretty easy when you have something like this happen. Mm -hmm presence becomes a lot more important yep. um, and just your whole perspective of what it means to be present and not letting your brain think too far ahead like my anxious brain mm -hmm. I'd start thinking about life mm -hmm. without him and going like feeling like I needed to prepare myself and mm -hmm. then I had this like epiphany of going okay every minute I think about not living with him yeah. I'm missing the moment mm -hmm. of him actually being mm -hmm. right here so. and I'm like hey I'm not dead yet yeah. like hello <laughs> <laughs> totally counting me out. Like, I'm yeah. here. I'm yeah, here. yeah, it's true. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. it, you know that that weekend was kind of a lot of things. One, it allowed us to decide how we wanted to start approaching things mm -hmm. with others as well. Mm -hmm. Right? We didn't want to share anything with anybody until we had answers. Mm -hmm. Because what we realized is if we are to call people and say, oh, hey, I got cancer, they're going to have 100 questions, just like we do for the doctors, that we don't have answers for. Right. Yeah. And so then all we're doing is putting them in the same spot that we are mm -hmm. of this fear mm -hmm. and unknown and all that, which really is the toughest part of it. But that weekend we also, that's uh, I went out with a buddy we went and had a beer and and it's uh, one of those going things happen for a reason mm -hmm. you know I think I'm mm -hmm. gonna tell him that mm -hmm. I have cancer and so I shared with him that uh, I have this cancer and here's what I know about it you know we're looking to get some more information soon but I came home from that just okay with mm -hmm. what was going on mm -hmm. I mean it, it was really a switch in my head flip to say you know what mm -hmm. I'm not in control of this at all I can't I can't control whatever this cancer is mm -hmm. and whatever it's gonna do whenever it's gonna punch my time card you know um, but I was okay with that mm -hmm. whether it's I die in two days or 20 years or whatever it is I'm okay with that mm -hmm. I said you know Everybody that I know knows how I feel about them, mm -hmm. knows how much I love them. I had no debts to pay to the devil, right? Mm -hmm. I, I kind of um, feel that I've had a good life. And so that allowed me to find some comfort going, all right, I'm, I'm okay with this. And whatever this is and going to look like, yep. you know, we're going to get through it. As you mentioned earlier, right? Getting yourself a team. Mm -hmm. I have the best teammate right here, Macy, she just, how our personalities are and everything, we just make a great team for it and she absolutely takes care of me and she's my advocate and, you know, even when we were in the hospital for a stem cell transplant, um, I have to explain what that is in a second too, but as we're sitting there, there's one morning, I'm just feeling terrible. Yeah. And the doctors come in and they start, oh, well, maybe we do this medicine, blah, 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 blah. And, and really they sound like Snoopy's teacher, the wah, 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 wah. And yeah. I just had to say, time yeah. out. Yeah. Come back when yeah. Macy's here. Like, we're a team. You can't just go mm -hmm. dropping this all on me while yeah. I'm sitting here in the hospital, uh, 
not feeling very well. Mm -hmm. So trying to take it in, they're speaking a different language. Yeah. It yeah. is. Yeah. So you know, you you get that team. Yeah, you know, I, again, I have someone I'm extremely grateful for. Mm -hmm. I couldn't imagine doing any of this without her. Mm -hmm. But as well, right, other friends and family that really. Um, it's interesting because you see how different people respond. Mm -hmm. And some people kind of push away, right? They don't like hearing bad news and they don't mm -hmm. want to, you know, they don't want to think about that you have cancer yeah. and they're a little more, what I find is they kind of disconnect it, right? Mm -hmm. They, they want to chat with you once everything mm -hmm. is all better. And mm -hmm. then, uh, you know, you have some friends that are the friends that, you know, roll up the sleeves the second they find yeah. out and like, hey, we're in this, mm -hmm. how do we do this together? Mm -hmm and jump in, so that's, that's huge. Yeah, and we took the same approach with each other as we did with, you know, our friends and our kids and just letting them have the space mm -hmm. that they needed to process all of this and ask the questions and feel however they want to feel and not bright side it for them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, lead by example with, you know, our, we call it realistic optimism. I mean, we know we have a long journey ahead of us. We know that there's going to be a lot of ups and downs and, yep. But we are optimistic that we can handle it all, and, and we've been through some really hard stuff, and we'll continue to push through the hard things and laugh along the way, you mm -hmm. know? I mean, it sounds like mm -hmm. super cheesy, but it's really true that, you know, the laughter helps, the, the not letting your, I'm just speaking, Tad has none of this anxiety, or maybe a, a smidgen of it. My brain is super anxious, yeah. and so I'm always thinking about worst case scenarios, right. and thinking ahead and trying to protect myself and I've really really learned that that doesn't help mm -hmm. um, and so you know sh leading by example for the people around us about how we are approaching this I think has been helpful for them and I think for our kids as well you know for our kids to see like oh, okay he's gonna be fine you know mm -hmm. we're mm -hmm. and they are all handling it the way they want to handle it and they have gone on with their lives which is what we want sure you know? yeah mm -hmm. um, so remind me, and I don't know if you said this already, you were diagnosed, was it been a year and a half ago? Yeah, it was August, August of 2021. Yeah. So, so just, just a year. Over, yeah, a little yep. over a year. Okay. Yeah, so it's been a whirlwind year. It's, mm. Man. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so he was diagnosed in August, and he went through three and a half rounds of what they call induction therapy. They try to hit it really super hard mm -hmm. with a, a combination of medications and unfortunately he got neuropathy, which is a known mm -hmm. side effect from one of the medications. Mm -hmm. So that's been, you know, not super fun to deal with. Mm -hmm. Easy for me to say, but. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then in December, he had a stem cell transplant, which a lot of people hear about it, like of people who have leukemia, because mm -hmm. um, it, it's effective for helping blood cancers. This, the type of um, stem cell transplant that Tad has he used his own stem cells. So okay. we didn't That's have to worry about yeah. mm -hmm. the graft versus host disease and, and the you know things that come along when you get somebody mm -hmm. else's stem cells. So that part was was um, a little bit over. <laughs> yeah, there was a little less um, risk there, but it's basically two days um, where you get one one of one of the first two the first two days you get high dose chemotherapy. So, so it's you're killing everything. You're killing everything. Everything. And then red everything. blood cells, red blood, white blood white cells, white and all your bone marrow. Everything. Mm -hmm. So your bones go hollow. It's yeah, I mean insane. it's a pretty incredible. Um, how they figured out that this works, like I don't, mm -hmm. I don't know, but and you um, don't die while they're doing it. Yeah. 
So yeah. I have I can't help but to ask the question: How did? I mean, when they were when you were going through this type of chemo, and it's, and you're, I assume that there was a lot. Of, you felt bad. I mean, that it, so yeah. I know the stem cell yeah. transplant itself was tough, but just that beginning was really tough, also. Yeah, yeah it's it's uh, it was in the beginning when he started his treatments, mm -hmm. his rounds of chemo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So during the induction stuff, you get side effects. Like you just don't feel good. I'm tired. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that, like that. nausea, yeah, all the fun things. Yeah, all the fun things. So that, but it still wasn't terrible. the The hard part was is I had extreme bone pain, mm -hmm. and so the pain is different. Mm -hmm. You know, if it's oh, I need to go to the chiropractor get adjusted yeah. or a massage. No, it, it felt like something was like a vice was squeezing mm -hmm. your bone. It just felt like this mm -hmm. pressure mm -hmm. in your bone. Different feelings. So I had extreme back pain, as well. Then once the neuropathy kicked in, it was in my hands, my feet, and and my feet was some of the worst pain I've mm -hmm. ever ever lived with. Um, you know, it, it was terrible. So you you kind of go through that, and then when you do the actual stem cell transplant, you're in the hospital. I was in the hospital for 17 days, mm -hmm. and so when they give you that high dose chemo. Um, I had a lot of bad side effects with nausea and vomiting, mm -hmm. so you, you don't feel good. Mm -hmm. I mean, and it's a different, you know, I've shared that if a hundred people told me what it was like to go through a stem cell transplant, it wouldn't have prepared me for a stem cell transplant. Mm -hmm. right? It's just so, well one, everybody's so different, mm -hmm. um, but what with my side effects and everything, I just felt and I felt like nonstop, like I wanted to throw up, and mm -hmm. and it then zaps your energy. So yeah. you have low energy because mm -hmm. you don't have any of the blood going through. So you, uh, you know, going to throw up or getting mm -hmm. up to go to the bathroom is is really tough. Mm -hmm. um, and so it was by far the most challenging thing that I've had to go through physically mm -hmm. and mentally uh, and emotionally. Uh, however, when I was in the hospital, um, I just kept thinking I was the luckiest guy alive. You know, I love that. <laughs> even though I had cancer, it's kind of like, all right, I got cancer, but oh my gosh, mm -hmm. I'm so fortunate to have Macy help me out. The doctors I have were awesome. You know, I have uh, a buddy named Jeff um, who, second he heard I was going to the hospital for, he just called Macy up and said. I'm coming in, I'm gonna stay in the hospital with them these two days, you're gonna figure something else out to do, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. then, uh, nice. then my brother did the same thing on the back side of it to give Macy a little bit of break from sitting there with me, but knowing how, that I had people to do how that. How hard was that, though, to take that time away? Is it, I mean, to not be at To the not be there. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, hard, and I've learned that I have to read take the time for myself yeah. also. Yeah, sorry and to interrupt so, you. No, no, I, I, I feel that going, yeah. do I yeah. really want to be away? Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. that's a hard thing as a caregiver mm -hmm. and anybody who's dealing with somebody with any kind of a chronic illness knows that, you know, you have that whole guilt factor. And mm -hmm. he and I have had a lot of conversations about that, that I'm not gonna be any good to him. Again, this all sounds super cliche, but until you live it, like mm -hmm. I knew that I needed a break and I knew like I came home and you know, basically just like vegged out for a whole day because I knew mm -hmm. I needed that. Mm -hmm. um, and it's yeah. it's how I'm gonna be the best caregiver for him yeah. is to not 
like I'm trying to take that guilt and just put it aside because I it's not going to serve me and it, and I really do need it to mm -hmm. be the best I can be not only for him but for my kids and for my job and for myself so taking that time mm -hmm. has been super important so yeah. I was happy yeah. to have the I was happy yeah. obviously the control person in me was like, what did the doctor say? Yeah. What, did they, what did they say during their rounds? I need to know this, this, and this. Mm -hmm. And both uh, Jeff and Aaron were great about telling me what was happening and calming yeah. that part of me down. But yeah. other than that, I was I was happy to have the break. So I want to say something real quick. I think uh, I should have said this early on before the show. I think today we have to wrap up 10 minutes, 7 minutes okay. early. So I just want to make sure in looking at our time that we get in everything that, that you want to say. So so let's go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just, just want to put it out there. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I think, right, when it comes to the attitude, the mental mm -hmm. part of it, it is true. Like you said, when you have people that you can rely on, I mean, it's... To me, cancer was also extremely humbling, mm -hmm. right? Because now I, I went from being the person that always just helps people, mm -hmm. right? I, I help, I'll jump in, you know, I'm always the one helping out. And for me, I had to learn to ask for help. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I remember the first time I called a friend to see if they would mind making dinner. Macy wasn't going to be around. It was just going to be me and my son. Um, I couldn't even get it out without crying. Mm. Right? It was just so hard. And I, and I was so grateful. I know they wanted to help. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I called them. But, man, it was hard to do that. You know? Uh, but I did learn that by asking some people for help or allowing them just to help, that's some of their way to process some of this too, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah. so so I did find that, okay, actually by me going ahead and asking mm -hmm. is a way. And so, you know, that team helps a ton, right? I couldn't have got through any of it without having someone there with me at the hospital. The nights and the mornings were the toughest. Um, but there's all kinds of, I keep, you know, it's strange to say, but there's so many amazing things now that have mm -hmm. happened because of this cancer. Yeah. Right? It mm -hmm. sucks. I, mm -hmm. I get tired of not feeling good. Mm -hmm. You know, even today I don't feel 100%, right? And so it it just, you, there's days I get tired mm -hmm. and there's days I'm just like, Macy, can I just lay here with my mm -hmm. head on your lap mm -hmm. and, and cry or mm -hmm. whatever it is, mm -hmm. emotion I need mm -hmm. to have that day. Um, you know, we'll just, we'll do it, right? We, mm -hmm. we uh, gotta make sure that we do that. But the gifts that, or uh, the kind of cool things that have happened is, one, you know, Macy and I were getting married, right? We're engaged, but it allowed everybody, all my friends and family, to actually see Macy through my eyes. Mm -hmm. Right, they gotta see her step up and communicate with them and taking care of me, it's not just, we went out to dinner and Macy's great, right? It yeah, kind of yeah. fast forward the relationship that Macy has with my boys, mm -hmm. with my parents, mm -hmm. with my brothers, with my friends. You know, I got, you know, I joke, but I got friends I've known for 40 years that like Macy more now, <laughs> right? Than they, than they do me. So she, uh, you know, so that's been 
fantastic. Um, it's also then, as we mentioned, I've met some amazing people now mm -hmm. through all this. I've had the opportunity to share my story. I've shared my story at work. I've put it on like LinkedIn um, to share a little bit about the story. And I've had tons of people reach mm -hmm. out and like, oh, I have this problem, right? It may not be cancer, mm -hmm. but I have this medical condition. How are you handling this work? How are you still able to do this? Right, help people out, coach people. I had someone actually today reach out as well, going, thanks for posting this stuff. Nice. So I posted that we were mm -hmm. gonna be on the show. Thank you for posting this. I'm going through this. I love reading the stories mm -hmm. and, and the inspiration that comes behind it. So it really has uh, made me grateful for that. And then as well, Macy, as I mentioned, we coach through um, this Health Treaty Foundation, which has been, you know, it's one of those things we coach mm -hmm. and then it feels like I'm getting more out of it than yeah. they are, uh, which is amazing. But we've now have some amazing friends. Mm -hmm. uh, shout out to Thomas and Melissa. <laughs> Thomas, he's going through a stem cell transplant right now. Oh, wow. They're, and they're in Spain. They're in Mallorca, oh, Spain. They're listening to us. Yeah, but so yeah he's on day seven, um, plus seven. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he's having a different experience than okay. I have so far. Like okay. he seems to be strong Good. and not having any of the side effects mm -hmm. and some of the complications I've had. So we're extremely proud of them. But it, it's so cool to be able to do those things and see how people respond. And by me sharing my story, I, you know, I, I must seem like a safer place for people to share to share theirs and so sometimes it's uh you know you need someone to talk to and you don't mm -hmm. know who mm -hmm. and so it's been pretty amazing so even though i have you know i have i i took the mentality of i don't call anything a bad day anymore. Mm -hmm. to me bad day mm -hmm. feels like you forfeit like oh, i was a bad day i'm not going to accept the responsibility it's just a bad day and really going through this i changed my thoughts to where i call things a tough day Okay. And so today's going to be tough. Mm -hmm. I, I may not feel good. I may not want to walk around too much. I may not have any energy. I may not want to eat. Um, I may just want to sleep. Whatever it is, those are tough days. We mm -hmm. can get through the tough days. Yep. Yep. And getting through the tough days really makes us appreciate the good days. And when I was going through it, there's sometimes like, oh, I had two or three hours. I felt pretty good today. Mm. Right? Celebrate the little yes. wins, yeah, right? Yeah, it was. And so we talk and laugh a little bit more. And then all of a sudden I got to take a nap and maybe mm -hmm. don't feel as good. Um, and so it would be take those hours to, you know, a day to now we, you know, we string a few days in a row that you feel yeah, good. Yeah. And so it is. It's let's celebrate mm -hmm. today. Mm -hmm. Let's appreciate what we have. Yep. And, and, and for me, it's look for those things that are come out of blessings instead of uh, sitting in a, and uh, and it's easy I can see myself sometimes going oh, I just want to hate today and be done but um, it really is just trying to keep that positive attitude and go you know what it was tough but these cool things happen yeah um, yeah yeah I mean I think that's really um you know, a lot of what I have learned by being with Tad is is taking that approach. Um, I think I have, you know, just naturally tend to have a glass half full type of, of mentality. Mm -hmm. 
Um, well, especially when there are hard things that are going on. Um, you know, I initially will question my strength and question my ability. And I mean, I've been through enough hard things to know that, you know, this is another hard thing that I get to show up and, mm -hmm. and actually I can get through it and, mm -hmm. and all of that. Mm -hmm. But um, that's probably been the biggest gift of all of this, which I think I said before, just, you know, learning the presence, learning that, um, appreciating the presence and knowing that, you know, if I think too many steps ahead, I'm taking away from now. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's the dirty little secret that mm -hmm. uh, we all know that this is true and until something like this happens you don't really get a chance to practice it and that's fine everybody you know can has their opportunity to they can live their life the mm -hmm. way mm -hmm. they choose to live it and i would not wish this on anybody mm -hmm. and it's a huge gift um that we've been given yeah i really do think that like mm -hmm. this isn't just like oh she's just blowing smoke like this really is it has brought us closer together like mm -hmm. he said you know it's it's enhanced our relationships with our friends and family and and i'm grateful for it mm -hmm. you know it's not easy on some days and i'm really grateful i i hope that you know people who who hear your story whether it's here or anywhere else takes it and doesn't wait for the bad diagnosis or the thing to happen before they start to appreciate yeah. what what they have now. And I say that for myself as well as sure. anybody else. I mean, I think it's it's such a big deal and it's 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 a practice, right? Absolutely. So, I practice nutrition and I practice gratitude and I practice being grateful for the moment, you know, and I yeah. it's always a practice because it's not always easy. But you don't want to wait for that. No, I mean, ideally, yeah. you wouldn't. I, did, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I mean, it took that to really, yeah. I mean, I, I, it's not completely true. I mean, I, I am an optimistic person, mm -hmm. and I do yeah. have a good outlook on things, and this just has made this so much more mm -hmm. present in my life. Yeah. Do you know who Dennis Prager is? Dennis mm -hmm. Prager. Anyway, he's a talk show guy, you know, but I, he's, a, he's super cool, and I've said this on multiple occasions, but I learned from him to be intentionally happy he's like mm -hmm. it's your job to be happy because mm -hmm. it's gonna be it's gonna be better for you it's better for the people who are around you and it sits on me i'm like okay i am intentionally happy yeah. i'm not always happy but i am mostly happy i'm yeah. a pretty yeah. happy person you yeah. know yeah. and so i i that's what i think of and that's kind of where you are too it's yeah. just that intentional happiness and you know Yes, live we can always yeah. find things yeah. to be worried about. There sure. are plenty of things to worry about. Mm -hmm. And and some things need to be handled and, and looked at and whatever. It's not, this isn't like a toxic positivity thing mm -hmm. where it's like, oh, that stuff will go away. Like, no, sometimes you have to yeah. face that stuff mm -hmm. and then you choose, be like, okay, here's here's what I'm happy about today. Here's yeah, what and what I can, what I'll add to this, or add a personal side of us is, yeah, it's not just the cancer, mm -hmm. right? I had a son that was going through some mental health mm -hmm. stuff that had to go to a wilderness program. Mm -hmm. This is all while I'm doing the mm -hmm. diagnosis, mm -hmm. right? And, uh, you know, and so we have we have our kids that have challenges too mm -hmm. in their mm -hmm. lives. So life doesn't just stop, go all other tough things are gonna go on hold because yeah. you're just dealing with this. Right. And so mm -hmm. we really um, had to deal with different things mm -hmm. as we were as we were going through this and, and life didn't 
go on hold for us, mm -hmm. and and it still is going. Wow, things happen for a reason. Yep. Cool things are mm -hmm. uh, are here around the corner. So. Yeah. Awesome. So I think that we need to wrap it up. I, I hope I'm not wrong about this. I'm pretty sure that she's here. And should we have to wrap up <laughs> a little bit yeah, early? Yeah. I always have to be reminded. I didn't get a reminder today. But anyway, I want to make sure that if people have questions for you, because I know that you, you do the coaching and you want people to yes. reach out to you with these yeah. things, right? Yeah, so how do people it. find you? Well, so a couple things. One, um, highly recommend um, healthtree.org. That's um, their they focus on multiple myeloma, but they're also bringing in other types of blood cancers because a lot okay. of them are so related. So okay. that's where we do our coaching through. That's where you can get a ton of information. Um, but if anybody wants to reach out to us, you know, my our, we have Macy and Tad at gmail.com is set up. If you guys want to send us nice. an email, uh, you can call me on my cell phone, 303-775-9669. Uh, um, and, I mean, if, mm -hmm. if people are struggling, I mean, we're not therapists. We're just people that just go are through going it. through it yeah, yeah. and we're mm -hmm. happy to share you know whatever we can that can help make your journey a little bit easier mm -hmm. awesome thanks guys thank, thank you, you. Was, was, were you going to say something else i, I just was going to thank you oh, this has been <laughs> awesome i loved it appreciate it yeah that we got a chance to sit down and mm -hmm. chat with you some more and yeah. right another thing to be grateful for it's this uh this opportunity to meet and, and chat with you and share a story yeah all these awesome people this is actually the first time tad and i have met in person oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everything is always virtual so uh this is super cool i for me and i think for all of this yeah, so definitely thank you um i think it's probably smart to do it again because i think that that you know, the more people who we have listening and paying attention and new people who come in, um, you know, this is stuff that needs to be heard. So yeah. let's think about doing it again. Yeah, absolutely. Point. Well, Next then we can talk about the book that he's going to write. <laughs> the yes. book! I told you I was going to ask you. Okay, yes. we're putting it out there because they're going to write a book. They don't have it yet. Well, I don't but know if it's, uh, I, it might just be him. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Either way, the book's coming. <laughs> it is now in the world yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the world now not anywhere there. else now i got people holding me accountable uh, yeah yeah so i better get on it after yeah. the wedding after yeah. the wedding after belize yes time to or maybe during while i'm in belize mm -hmm. that's where i should start yeah, that's a good idea. yeah. she'll read yeah. i write mm -hmm. i like it cool all right everybody thanks so much for joining us nikki burnett taste life nutrition radio streaming live on kuhsdenver.com you can find me anywhere taste life nutrition uh social media the website, all the things. You can go, you can fill out an analysis or an assessment uh, that comes straight to me and I'll reach out to you personally and we'll chat about the things that are on it and what we might be able to do to help you. Um, also moving forward slowly but surely with Soulful Conception, which is a program for preconception planning um, and I'm super excited about it. So stay tuned for more of that. Thanks everybody, we'll see you next week. <laughs>